0: Hey, hey, teacher friend, welcome back to another episode and you're in for a treat today, especially if you're feeling so burned out, so tired, ready for a break. The end is in sight, no matter if you are homeschooling, no matter if you are teaching, I promise you, you will reap the reward, so don't give up. And today's episode is just a treat for you. I wanna share with you a very vulnerable moment that I had recently. I wanna share that with you and how I overcame it. And there are some very important practices that we must have in place when we get to a point of feeling as if our cup is empty. I know for many teachers, it's April right now and you are ending the school year trying to wrap it up. Many of you are starting schools. Many of you, if you're a mother, or a father you are as a parent homeschooling trying to start a learning pod many of you are starting multiple different homeschooling businesses and yet you're still trying to finish what you've already started or finish what you're in right now so you feel as if you've got two feet in two different places and i understand the battle that that puts you in i'm in the same place i'm ending the school year But I'm preparing for next school year because I have a lot of changes that I'm making. Good changes, but changes that are going to require me to put my best foot forward. I'm not one to set back and just put it on autopilot. I have a business now. And that's what you guys are going to be seeing that whenever you have your own business, it's such a blessing. But there are times where you've got to really ramp up your energy. And right now, I understand that we're ready to end the year for many of us. We're ready to just not necessarily end it, but we're just ready to enjoy the moments. And even if we are, our minds are someplace different. That could be for you. That could be something that's happened in your past. So in today's episode, I've got a nice little treat for you that's going to help you gain your momentum, get back your stamina so you can finish the year strong while also preparing for the good that's yet to come. Let's get into it. Until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Okay, friends, I want to share with you what happened to me a couple weeks ago. I had just flown in from Missouri. I had been visiting my family. We had gotten in on Monday. It was the... Week after daylight savings time, so flying in to Florida, I already was losing an hour just by the time zone change. Then I also lost another hour because that week was daylight savings time and I had jet lag and I had so much exhaustion from flying. And they say that when you get back from flying that it takes your body quite a while to adjust. Well, after I got back on Monday, we started school on Tuesday, and even though I was prepared for the week, by the end of the week, I was completely exhausted. Mind poof, gone. I'm talking, where was I? My energy was so zapped. And this is my favorite time of the year. I do not recall being this exhausted in a very long time. Now, I did have some afternoon coaching sessions, which i those always fill me up. I mean, I am completely ramped up every time I set across and coach a teacher, coach a mom, and building her dream. I'm absolutely so grateful for that. I had had some late nights, and even though I was in a great mood, a great spirit, by the time that the week had gone, By Friday afternoon, it's when it really hit me after my daughter's soccer game and my husband wanted to go see this little tiny house village and he wanted to take me so that we could get some inspiration for a school. And so when we went there, I just could feel myself. I I literally felt myself, my mind slipping. And praise God that he has equipped me recently with being aware that my mind, if it's starting to... Think negatively, or if it's starting to just wander off way too much, I'm like, okay, I got to get back on track here. So I had felt depleted. And I know that many of you are feeling this way right now, especially if you are trying to make decisions in your life, if you're making a career change, if you are choosing to step away from the classroom, if you are in state testing, if you're a mom trying to homeschool and it's the end of the year and you are tired, and you are also considering any of us either creating a business, growing a business, it's a lot. No one is ever going to tell you that you have to do it perfectly and that you're not going to get tired sometimes and that it's not going to be a moment where you're going to have to persevere and literally lean on every ounce of strength that you have or person beside you. I never want to have a toxic positive mindset praise god that he changed my life many years ago um probably about four years after i had started teaching and i went to a new school district i felt like my spirit had been renewed and my mind was was more clear and it just was a change in my life which is a wonderful thing to have whenever you feel like there's a change in your life a lot of great things can happen from it but there's a lot of other moments that you have to persevere through Anyhow, after that night, it was around 10, 45, 11 o'clock before I would gotten into bed that night that I told you I was starting to feel like, oh gosh, I'm I'm like kind of going down, like my mind, it's going down a little bit. I woke up on Saturday and I never do this, guys. I'm typically a six o'clock in the morning type of gal. On the weekends, throughout the week, I wake up at five, but on the weekends, I like to wake up at six. And I like to have my coffee and I like to go on my back porch and read my Bible. And guys, this was not the case. I woke up and I felt like I couldn't get out of bed. And that does not happen. I'm not saying I don't wake up tired, but I physically could not get out of bed until... I mean, there's no shame in my game. I'm going to be honest with you. I could not get out of bed until 1130. And my kids even came in. They're like, Mom. And I said... Guys, I something's not right with me. I am exhausted, but I can't sleep. There's so much on my mind, but I can't figure it out. I'm just not feeling my best. And finally, by 1130, I was like, okay, my husband's like, let's go to the park. We typically have our, we have a, we take sa- Saturdays as our Sabbath rest and we do Bible study together and we go, hiking and do a lot of outdoor stuff and finally by 11 30 my husband's like okay honey now we got to get moving let's first get out of the pajamas let's let's do that okay let's and he's so supportive with everything but he was like okay she needs help she needs some coaching she needs to persevere through this moment because he knows that I need to be outside as well which is what I'm going to get into He knows that I thrive when I've been outside, when I've either exercised, gotten fresh air. And so he was trying to help me have a win-win situation, not only for myself, but for our family, because this is how we roll on Saturdays. Well, I knew from that moment, I said, you know what I've not done. I have not pulled out my recharge list. This is your challenge for this weekend or whenever you are listening to this we know the value of a written list a list that we can go to it needs to be in a special spot a list it doesn't have to be long that just says when you're feeling this way go do this this is what i call the recharge list when you feel depleted go charge your battery like this Now. Let's think about this in terms of a battery on your phone. Your phone goes dead. When your phone goes dead, do you just completely berate it, throw it across the room, tell them it's so horrible? How dare they not be able to charge efficiently? or more fast? And why is it that when it's completely drained, why isn't it the moment you plug it up completely full again? Why doesn't it have all the bars? How come it needs so much time to recharge? We would never do that to our phone. Why would we treat ourselves like this? And yet we feel as if we got to keep going and going and going and going and never realize that we need to recharge. This is not rest. This is a recharge. Maybe you have three-fourths of your cup, but you need to fill it up a little bit more. Maybe you've got half a cup and you need to fill it up a little bit more. Just like your phone and your battery, you're going to go to this recharge list that's hanging up in a specific spot that you can go to, just like you have your phone charger at home. I always have mine, my phone charger right next to my bed. If you have a place that you go to every day, maybe it's on the mirror in your bathroom, Maybe it's in your car. Maybe it is hanging on your computer like mine is. Maybe it is where you put your makeup on at. Maybe it's at the kitchen sink. Maybe it's hanging up on the refrigerator. This is your recharge list. You are going to have a list that you can go to that says, these are the things to take right now and charge up your battery. This is the most important question you can ask yourself when you feel as if you need to recharge because you know you're going down, you're slipping, it's getting low. What makes me feel like myself? Let me say it again. What makes me feel like myself? And you might say, okay, Not a big question, but for me it was because I think all the time about how much I feel good when I see my kids happy and I think about how much I feel great to see my husband happy or to see all of the kids at school loving what they're doing. That's wonderful. I like feeling great. But what makes me feel like myself? There's a difference. What makes me feel like the McKinsey that everybody might think is a little quirky, but for me, it works. What makes me feel like myself? Ask yourself that. For me, it takes me back to my roots, man. It takes me back to being a little girl and being in my bedroom or downstairs in my play school room that my dad had built, and I would just be in there by myself and it was quiet and i would write i might write list i might organize i may have you know cleaned up my student's desk whatever as i grew older i learned that what makes me feel my best is time to reflect time to plan time that is quality where i am able to go inward and I will set and journal. Now, this is me, though. This is what makes Mackenzie feel her best, which does not mean that that's what makes Lucy feel her best. And I feel as if that's something that happens in our culture that we think would. But so and so can wake up at five o'clock in the morning and do really great and feel their best and feel, feel like themselves. Well, why should not I? Should be able to do that too? No, this is me. And it takes some time. It, whenever I heard that question, I was like, what does make me feel my best? That makes me just feel restored. I feel recharged. And so for you, it might be movement. It might be exercise. It may be going someplace. It may be calling a friend. But the question is, what makes me feel like myself? And I truly believe that there are four categories that this could fall into. So this is where your recharge list comes in. If you were to take a piece of paper and draw a line from the top to the bottom in the middle of your paper, and then from side to side in the middle of your paper and make a cross, four squares. If you put up in the left side, and I highly encourage you to do this, as soon as you get off here, make your recharge list. You will not regret doing it. You need to be able to write it all out and you can add to it as time goes on. But you're going to write in that top left square, mind, then it is movement, meals, and meditate. So the first square is mind, the second square is meals, the third square is movement, and the fourth square is meditate, in whichever order, it doesn't matter. But when I take that first square and I write mind and I say, what makes me feel like myself? What can I do for my mind to make me feel like myself? My mental health is a priority. What makes me feel as if I am able to be recharged and move on and just feel more present? And not stressed out and not burned out. So I go to this written list written list, and I look and I say, okay, for my mind, I need to make sure that right now, what can I pick off this list? It's like a little buffet. What can I pick off this list? I'm going to go read a book. I'm going to go and journal. I'm going to go and plan. I love planning. I don't know. It just makes me feel good. What can I do for my mind? I need to call a friend. I need to call my mom, I need to call my dad, I need to call my counselor, whoever it is. If you have someone that you talk to, call that person. If that helps your mind, go for it. Don't be ashamed of it. What is it that makes you feel like yourself? Is it talking? Maybe it's not talking. Maybe you need some silence. Maybe your mind needs some quiet time. And if you are so lucky as to even get in your car and not have kids, hello, that is really good for your mind, okay? You took a little mental vacation. So just make a list. Is it driving? What is good for your mind? We gotta make sure that we're prioritizing our mental health. And then you look at, what also makes me feel good? Is it taking a bath? Ugh. I don't have a bathtub. I wish I did. I love baths. Is it having a facial? Is it having a massage? Is that good for your mind? That's not good for my mind. A facial or a massage necessarily. I wouldn't pick that every week, but I might pick it one special week. But is that for you? I know many people who have a Seuss that they go to on the regular. Now, that might really help your mind. Sometimes I don't want to be around people to help my mind. I know. It's kind of weird. Everybody thinks I'm an extrovert, but really, I'm an introvert extrovert, I guess. I just want to be by myself sometimes. I mean, we need to be honest and say, what is it that makes me feel like myself? Being by myself. That's it. That's what works for me. And so you're going to start off with what feels great, what makes you feel like yourself for the mind section. Then you move over to the meals. For me, Meals are very important when it comes to recharging my body. A lot of times, depending on, I mean, honestly, if you're a woman, you know that there are seasons, there are hormones, there are cyclical cycles that we've got to be on. Depending on the week, it might be that you need some good old comfort food. You may need a light salad and a nice drink. Maybe that's your meal that makes you feel more like yourself and just being able to recharge your brain, your mind, your spirit, your body. Maybe you are someone who needs a meal that's just soup, that's just warm and it's cozy. You may be someone who wants a smoothie. What is it that's a meal that is so good for you that you don't typically have all the time? Maybe it's ordering out. Maybe it's pizza. Maybe you order chicken wings. Maybe you order sushi. Maybe you go have sushi. Maybe you go and have Thai food or you go have barbecue, whatever it is. What types of meals do you really love that would be such a treat for yourself and make you feel like yourself? I'm telling you, you all, if you hang this up and when you're starting to feel so low, you could start seriously fixating on everything that's going wrong, how this happened and this happened and how are you going to get out of this and what's going to happen next and then you go look at that recharge list because you know that you're slipping and it's like you know what let me ask my husband if he wants to go to bahama breeze i'm serious i did that i'm like honey we're going to happy hour. They have half price appetizers. Let's go to Bahama Breeze because we got to go to Costco. And I know that before we go to Costco, I'm going to need to get some recharge in me. So we're going to head over to Bahama Breeze. We're going to sit outside, listen to some Jamaican music and have half price appetizers and walk away with a bill that's less than $15. <sniffs> Woo! That's good for my mind. And that's a good meal. All right. The third box is going to be movement. Are you someone who needs to start organizing. I sure in the world do. I do. I needed another day of this. It was a f- another Friday afternoon. And I'm like, you know what? I'm starting to feel it again. I'm tired. And it's too early to go to sleep. My husband went and got our daughters from from some friend's house. And while they were gone, it was blissful. I turned on praise and worship music. That was for my mind. That's in my mind category. I started cooking food. That was in my meals category. And then my movement was I know this is so weird. I started organizing the refrigerator, I know, and then I started going haywire on labeling it with painter's tape. <laughs> it's so wacko, I know, but it's funny and it's awesome, and it made me feel so good. I literally felt so recharged, I was exhausted. And when I cleaned out that refrigerator, listening to praise and worship music, while the eggs were boiling and the salmon was cooking in the oven and i could just smell this savory smell and i knew my family was going to come home happy and they were going to be here and they're going to have this nice dinner and i set the mood with the music and my refrigerator is organized and clean and it's labeled hello i just went from the pit to the mountaintops baby i'm telling you it was so good but maybe for you for movement is to actually get in your car and have it move you. Maybe you need a carcation. You'll start getting better at noticing what you need. You'll start getting better at noticing when you need it. So trick your brain into developing a habit loop of creating the good. And in order to do that, you need a written list that you can add to, that is visible, that you can go to. So if you organize it by the mind and the movement and the meals and the meditation, which we'll continue to go through, I think that you'll find that you can pick certain ones in maybe one category, maybe multiple categories. If you are in the movement and you're like, you know, I need to just get out of here. I got to go somewhere. Are you one who says, I need to recharge my battery by going to the gym and exercising. Maybe I get on my Peloton. Maybe I go on a bike ride. Maybe you just like to take a walk. Maybe you're one who wants to recharge the battery by literally hitting the pavement and sweating. Or doing squats. Or lifting weights. Whatever it is. Sometimes it's walking for me. Sometimes it's running for me. Sometimes it's doing squats which really wasn't one, but now that, it, now that I've been doing it and I put it on my list, I actually really enjoy it. So in the middle of the day, if I'm like, oh, I'm starting to get a little bit just overloaded, what's something easy that I can do? I can just bend down 25 times and do some squats and I am like got a little instant boost here. Maybe you're one that needs to be completely unplugged, go out in nature, go by the ocean, the mountains, maybe sit outside, listen to your chickens, Maybe you're one who just wants to sit in your car with the windows rolled down and you know that nobody knows that you're hiding in your car, (laughs) okay? Like, let's get real here. Get your little list going and make yourself a beautiful capsule of what works for you. And don't feel bad about it because I've guilted myself into times thinking, I have sat outside for four hours with my planner i know so weird to some of you i've sat outside here and i have planned out my life and my vision and my dreams and my school and the next two months and everything else i could have been walking i could have made dinner for my family (laughs) no you pick one Or you pick two or you pick three, whatever it may be to recharge yourself and you stick with it and you celebrate the fact that you gave yourself an opportunity to recharge. The last one that you can really think about to help you recharge is meditate. What is it that you need to meditate on so that you can continue to fight the good fight of faith? especially when you are tired and you don't feel like you're armored up. For me, a lot of times I need to go back to my mindset. I need to meditate on the things that God said that I am. I need to meditate on not having a scarcity mindset. So in my, mind, in my meditation column or my meditation box, I put abundance. God gave us an opportunity to have an abundant life. So when you just set and you look at your list and you see the word abundance, when you're sitting there worried that you're not going to enroll enough students and you see the word abundance and you're like, okay, you know what? I need to switch my mindset. I need to have more of an abundance mindset and I need to have, here's another great one, gratitude. Gratitude for what I already have. Gratitude for what God hasn't given me because he knows either one, I can't handle it yet or two, it's not time or three, it's not best for me. So abundance, meditating on abundance, meditating on how much God loves me, meditating on the richness of my life, meditating on the fact that we are healthy, meditating on the fact that he has brought me through so much and I am more than a conqueror. Meditating on what's to come. Meditating on the good things that are to come. Meditating on a memory that just brings me joy. For an example, I have on there that the day that I watched this video of Jalen and Jolie sitting in a canoe and they were laughing so hard and they were little, like three and seven. And they had had one another in little neck holds and they were lapping and they were saying, look at that alligator. I hope he doesn't get you. And they were just so cute. And they're like, you're so silly. And they were just laughing so hard, you know, those little kid giggles. And it just makes me so joyful to think of that memory. And so when you write down that column of meditate, any time that you start to notice, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm moving in fear right faith i'm have a lack mindset right abundance i have unthankfulness in my heart right gratitude write it down so that you can visually see it and then you are able to make moves that will helpfully allow you to feel more like yourself and to recharge so that you can have the life That God wants you to have. I pray that this blessed you and that if you're feeling down or you're feeling just as if you needed to pick me up, I hope that this really did do it for you. Please make sure you check out our Facebook group full of women who will lift you up. Okay, teacher friend, mama, homeschooling parent, teacher on a mission, I see you over there thinking, could I really start my own teaching business? Do I really have what it takes to start my own micro school homeschooling business or learning pod? Trust me, I know what it feels like to start a new teaching path with all of the overwhelm, the fear, the intimidation of not knowing how to make this happen. And that's why I created the Teacher Let Your Light Shine coaching program, where I teach you how to build your very own profitable micro school learning pod or homeschooling business from start to finish with more direction and less overwhelm. Teacher friend, I know what it feels like to think that you are on a path of teaching and then you feel this calling to do something totally different, but you have no idea where to begin and mama, I see you too, over there homeschooling your kiddos like a boss. But you're thinking, is there a way I could really make money doing this? Can I still have the time, freedom, and flexibility with my own family? Maybe you're wondering about homeschooling your children, but you're like me. You need an income, and you'd love to capitalize off your teaching gifts, and you don't want to do it alone. If you're a teacher or a mama, needing the confidence and clarity to step into your God-given purpose and build a legacy for future generations, you're right where you need to be. I know what it feels like to be stuck in trying to figure out where to begin, what I could offer, and if anyone would really even want what I have to give. I know that this may feel impossible, but I started my school in three months, and whether you want two students or 20, You have so much to give to our future generations, you just need to know how to do it. In the Teacher Let Your Light Shine coaching program, you'll no longer feel scattered in trying to duct tape your ideas into a plan. I will take you through eight steps in building a homeschooling business, learning pod, or micro school, so you can make money from something that you're already doing or would love to do. Imagine if you had the exact roadmap with steps, how-to's, and timelines to begin creating the teaching experience that you've been longing for. I'm here to guide you with a systematic plan in building your business and enrolling your first students. We have three coaching packages to choose from. Clarity, Jumpstart, or Deluxe Coaching and I can meet you right where you are. Depending on the coaching package that is best for you, you'll be able to experience breakthrough with a renewed vision of teaching on your own terms as we create an individualized plan to help you start your micro school or homeschooling business with actionable steps, goals, and timelines. You will know exactly who you serve, how you serve, and the value you provide families as we go through the eight steps of building your own micro school or homeschooling business. Together, we will build your very own unique business plan with branding, business models, legal applications, budgets, and all of the benefits. You will know how to market your services, create valuable learning, and launch your first year. During each one of our one-on-one coaching sessions, you will walk away with your own gps system with goals priorities and strategies on your next three big moves in building a micro school and homeschooling business with your timeline in mind with our deluxe coaching program you will also have an organized process to help you sort out and organize all of your ideas as we plan for the beginning stages all the way through year one A streamlined plan of action to jumpstart your micro-school and become an entrepreneur. With a business plan and budget, curriculum suggestions, and learning models, you'll receive actionable steps to secure locations, materials, and funds. Transitional timelines will help you launch and keep you organized and efficient for your eight steps in launching year one. So for a limited time, If you are ready for teaching on your own terms by building your micro-school learning pod or homeschooling business, I have five coaching spots left for the month of April. These are one-on-one sessions that meet you right where you are. First come, first serve. Summer is approaching and the children are calling. Let's make this new school year one to remember, but we got to get going and we have to make it happen. So go ahead and head over to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash coaching so that you can build your own micro school, homeschooling business learning pod whatever it is on your terms your timeline so what do you say let's make it happen